Hello and welcome to the AO Show for day three of the Australian Open. I'm John Huvenas, bringing you the big stories every day of the main draw. Today on the show, wins for Djokovic, Williams and Federer. Great angle, clean winner. Federer through to the third round. Caro keeps calm and carries on. Melbourne goes loco for Coco. Australia meet Coco Goff, 15 years young and the heart of a champion. Plus, all the key results from day three, and Carolina Mucheva tunes up with a stringed instrument of a different kind. That's all coming up on the AO Show. A capacity Rod Laver Arena crowd has watched Serena Williams and Roger Federer progress to the third round on a star-studded night three. In pursuit of her record-equaling 24th major title, Williams defeated Tamara Zidansek 6-2-6-3, which flattered the seven-time champion. I knew I had to play better. I couldn't keep making unforced errors like that. Um, I knew that I had to kind of just step up or um, it was going to be a really long evening for me. So uh, I don't know. I know I have a great forehand. I know I have a great backhand. I just had to kind of rely on it a little bit more and not question myself so much. And so I kind of helped out. Six-time champ Roger Federer outclassed Filip Krajinovic, dropping just six games. It's a great start to the season so far. I'm feeling really relaxed out on court. Uh, you know, I train hard and uh, you hope it pays off and not that it was all for nothing uh, this week. So, no, I'm happy. I'm, I'm still going and I'm looking forward to the next one, of course, and uh, hope for another, another good match. Defending champions Novak Djokovic and Naomi Osaka were clinical in their second-round matches. In blustery conditions, Djokovic swept aside qualifier Tsutsuma Ito in just over 90 minutes. I don't think uh, players enjoy this kind of conditions, to be honest, but it is what it is. You have to accept them and, and embrace the fact that you're going to, I guess you're going to be challenged on, on different levels, not just by your opponent, but also by the conditions. And that's okay. You know, I accepted it. I, I came into the match and played extremely well at the beginning you know got got five love up lead after you know uh, 15 minutes so I'm just overall pleased with the performance while the ever quirky Osaka was a cut above Jeng Sai Sai she was um, slicing and dicing and getting everything and I was like can I just hit a winner already and she was like no I'm gonna get everything that's basically what happened I mean my racket just magically flew out of my hand I couldn't control it. Sorry, Onyx. It was a bit childish. I just want to play one match without throwing my racket or kicking it. That's all I want. The win sets up a rematch of last year's US Open third round clash with Coco Goff, who came from a set down to upstage Saranika Steyer today. I think I'll be less nervous this time. I think US Open, I was nervous. It was my first time on Ash. Um, and I, I mean, we're both familiar with each other's games. She plays really aggressive. So this time coming in, I'm just going to try to be more aggressive. The unflappable 15-year-old adding to her expanding legion of fans. I didn't get the girls' names, um, but I did get them wristbands and towels and everything. Um, but yeah, I, don't, I didn't get their names, but they were really nice. And they were chilling really, really loudly. That really changed the momentum of the match. I feel like just the crowd in general. And that the same thing happened at US Open too and Wimbledon then the crowd really can change the, w- the way a match goes. Back end to back end, both players out the line. That is sensational by Fanini. He throws the racket away. His team on his death 
feet because for the second successive match here at Australian Open 2020, Fabio has won it in a fifth set tiebreaker. The Italian 12th seed took more than four hours to defeat Australian Jordan Thompson on his home soil just a day after pulling off a great escape against Riley Opelka. I think that the Aden was more sweeted. You know why? Because I was winning two, two set to zero, then two set all. Seven six in the feet, wow, amazing. Windy conditions sent seeds tumbling in the men's draw with Matteo Berrettini, Grigor Dimitrov and Benoit Paire upset in five set epics. American Tommy Paul holding his nerve to defeat Dimitrov 10-3 in a final set tiebreak. It's just out. It's just out. It's wide from Dimitrov and Tommy Paul has stood and delivered the biggest win of his career. He takes this out in five sets over Grigor Dimitrov of Bulgaria and the 22-year-old American is into the third round. I've never been a part of something like that, honestly. Um, a lot of fun playing in front of all you guys. I mean, towards the end of the fifth, it was, it was you guys that got me through it. An identical final set scoreline saw 2018 runner-up Marin Cilic defeat 21st seed Benoit Paire. I have to say that the conditions were one of the most difficult I experienced uh, overall in Grand Slams, uh, possibly in, in my career. Uh, extremely windy, uh, not easy to, to play. Also, Benoit was, was up and down throughout the match. And uh, for last uh, three sets, he played uh, incredible tennis, so I had to extre- dig, dig extremely deep and it was uh, just uh, a pleasure to win uh, like that in the end, uh, playing a great tiebreak in the end. OzOpen.com's Alex Sharp has told the AO Show Chilich could cause some damage later in the tournament. He's really under the radar. He's had a, problem, a lot of problems with injuries and closing out matches and confidence and all the things that everyone kind of <laughs> keeps on mentioning within the poor guy. And yeah, if he's if he you know can weave through to the second week, he's definitely a threat. And 2018 quarterfinalist Tennis Sandgren claimed the tournament's first top ten scalp, edging out eighth seed Matteo Berrettini. What do they say when when the guy you know gets gets an upset, and then he normally loses the next round? So I'll try <laughs> I'll try to maybe back it up. Uh, you know, we'll see. You know, it was, it was a good day. It was a heck of a match, and I was really happy to pull it out and. I think I have doubles tomorrow and, you know, we'll just do the same routine, make sure I'm as ready as I can be for for Friday. And didn't that win typify her career? She never knows when she's beaten. Caroline Wozniacki has twice fought back from a double breakdown to keep alive her Australian Open dream. The 2018 champ was on the back foot in both sets against Diana Stremska, but managed to turn both around to win 7-5, 7-5. It's coming really fast at me. She's not making a lot of mistakes. I'm not getting depth on the ball. Um, I was trying to think what to do out there to change that. And, uh, you know, she started making a little more unforced errors and I tried to yeah, I got a little more depth on the ball. I started serving a little bit better. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden I, I kept getting one point after another and uh, started getting the belief that I could get that set. The Danes' impending retirement providing extra motivation. I was just trying to think of it as, as the tennis and then I started thinking about it as the time out there. I was like, well, 
you know, this is going really quick. Let's try and slow it down a little bit and let's try and get a little extra time out here. Wozniacki has a third round date with Ons Jabeur, who defeated Caroline Garcia just a day after ousting Johanna Conta. In other results, Yulia Gerges came from a set down to overcome 13th seed Petra Martic. I'm very happy to be through to the third round. And um, yeah, overall, I think I can be very proud of myself how I managed to come back after the first set and um, while well, ending the match in a very high quality um, three games. World number one, Ash Barty saved six second set break points in her 6-1, 6-4 defeat of Polina Herzog. It was good to play the big points well, but I think all three of those games were 15-40, which is not really uh, an opportunity I want to give to my opponent three back-to-back service games, I think it was. So, uh, yeah, obviously nice to be able to get out of those. And uh, in those points, I play my structure of points is a lot better. Um, and I probably should have done those earlier in the service games. But that was also something that I did very well in the first set was um, get ahead in my own service games and then put the pressure straight back on but fellow Aussie Astra Sharma was no match for 28th seed Annette Contivate in a 6-love, six 6-2 six demolition. It was really good. Um, tough conditions today. It was really windy, but really happy with the way I managed to play today. 7th seed Petra Kvitova fended off a gallant Paula Badosa 7-5-7-5. 18th seed Alison Risk was far too good for Ju Lin, while Sophia Kennan and Maria Sakari both beat qualifiers in straight sets. On the men's side, sixth seed Stefanos Tsitsipas was gifted free passage to the third round after the withdrawal of Philippe Kohlschreiber with muscle strain. Ninth seed Roberto Bautista Agut overcame a first set hiccup to win in four sets against Michael Moe. Other winners, Dushan Lajevic and Martin Fuchsovic, who breezed past Italian young gun Yannick Sinner in straight sets. And kicking off doubles action, the Bryan brothers won in three sets in what's likely to be their final campaign in Melbourne. Well, despite all the big results, it's been a relatively relaxed day three compared to yesterday's schedule, compensating for the loss of play on a rain-affected day one. Tournament director Craig Tiley telling AO Extra the 96 matches was a tournament record, even though they weren't chasing one. We had to do that because the day before with the weather, and uh, and, and that's why we had that late finish. And a lot of the matches, I think we, had, we ended up having 11 uh, five-set matches, which, wow. may, which we think that's an Australian Open record. Speaking of records, another monster crowd turned out for the first Wednesday on the back of 83,000 people yesterday. And the event is attracting fans from all over Australia and beyond. Well, for me, I've been to two majors, Wimbledon and the Australian. And don't get me wrong, Wimbledon's great, but this is my favourite. I haven't been to the other two, but I cannot imagine thinking they are any better than this. It just doesn't get better for me. What number is this for you? Geez, I don't know, maybe 15? Well. Yeah, we come pretty much every year. And have you got any favourites you like to watch and come just see, or maybe on the show courts or something? My side's Greek, so tits are pass. If you can get up, that'd be good. Oh, our first time here, and it's been awesome. I mean, the kids love it, and I love it, watching the games. Have you got any favourite players at all? Yes, I do know some of these players, but I don't have a favourite one. Too much to choose. There is. There's just too many to choose. It could be Rafa, Roger... <laughs> Djokovic. Is there anyone you have your eye on? Any predictions for the tournament? Listen, because I'm an old fella, I like the old guard, you know. I mean, I still have, like, Barinka, you know. I mean, I'm hoping Nadell will actually sort of win this year and sort of catch up to Federer. Uh, you know, it's happy to run into some of the older players that I've seen before. The Australian Open boasts the largest Grand Slam footprint in the world, spanning two kilometres from the heart of Melbourne to nearby Richmond. But Tylee says it isn't stopping there. 
Our objective is, yes, to expand more into the city uh, and to expand this precinct uh, across the railroad tracks and everywhere in any space we can get to do it. We want to provide you know, the people of Melbourne, Victoria and Australia, as well as the international guests, with a, a lifetime experience when they come. Uh, and they come and they get a feel for you know, what the offering is. It's tennis, but it's a lot more than tennis. When it comes to tennis, there's no questioning the player's ability, but many of them carry other hidden talents. Take Carolina Mucheva, who spent her day off visiting a Melbourne music store for a final tune-up before her second round match tomorrow. Yeah, I play guitar. Uh, I really like it. It's kind of like relaxing, you know. Sometimes I take guitar into tournaments, but uh, I'm just kind of trying to. I'm not super, super good at it. Hello. Good, yeah? Thank you, thanks. Well, like it gets you many feelings, you know, I think when you feel sad or happy, you always find the music, which is like Like getting you in the mood and and helping you through, or at least me, and I I listen almost all day, like when I have free time, you know, with the headphones all the time, and yeah, I I really enjoy it. Oh, Oh, that's cool. Put that in the bag, take it on the plane. That's pretty good. Maybe I should buy it. Oh my god. Oh my god, you are so good. I mean, I could just like. Impossible for me. Yeah. Definitely, I find it relaxing. You know, I uh, turn off my head, and then you're just like in a different mood. That's all from day three of the Australian Open. Join me again tomorrow for all the big news from the continuation of second round matches. In the meantime, stay up to date with the latest news on ozopen.com or tune in to AO Radio. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the AO Show. Ah!